0: League of Legends Radio with your host, Ponderous Sea Lion. Hello Summoners, welcome back to another episode of League of Legends Radio. I'm your host, Ponderous Sea Lion. I can't wait for some League of Legends Radio and chill with you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meme too hard. But this episode, I'm going to be talking about, first of all, why you should a pick champions that match your playstyle and what to do or b how do lists work and b use your playstyle and the playstyle of the champions you pick to your advantage and why i see their potential often wasted especially in lower elos the other thing i'm going to talk about is five of my favorite picks that i almost never see played in solo queue these champions are all extremely strong and if you get good at them can yield you excellent results. So I would definitely recommend looking into them, at least one of them. You might find out you like them. And I really think they're all very good for climbing in solo queue. They have interesting kits. I think you guys will like them. Uh, Some quick announcements. I am going to be at PAX South when that comes to San Antonio, Texas. If you guys are going to be going to that, just send me a tweet and I'll tweet back at you. And we can maybe do a meetup or something if you guys are going to be there. Even if it's only going to be one or two of you, I would still like to meet you guys. So that will be coming up in January, if I'm not mistaken. I'll, of course, get more information out to you guys closer to that date. But that's just a far-off thing. If you guys are on the bridge of going or maybe tickets are sold out, I don't know. But if you're going to be going, just send me a tweet and I'd love to meet you guys. The other thing is that sometime in November... Not sure when, again, closer to the date, I'll get you guys more information. I will be doing a 24-hour live stream on twitch.tv slash lion. so you guys can check that out. I'll be giving away some RP, probably about $100 worth of Riot Points, so if you guys would like to win some of that sweet, sweet Riot Points, some of those sweet, sweet Riot Points, okay, it would be some of that sweet, sweet RP, some of those sweet, sweet Riot Points. Grammar with Ponderous Sealant. I should start another show that's based on grammar, because I love grammar. (laughs) Because, you know, having a podcast about video games is not nerdy enough. I also need a grammar podcast. That'll get me in with the ladies. Ladies, to all three of you listening. I'm so sorry. Let's just get on with the episode. Right, so one thing that I see often that really... I don't want to say bothers me, but concerns me is not also the right word. Whatever. But something that I see a lot that I think should be addressed is people picking champions that they either don't gel very well with, maybe because they're Flavor of the Month or because they think they'll like them and they end up not liking them, and so they're just playing this champion that doesn't really fit their personality very well or fit the way that they like to play very well. And the other thing that I see is when that happens, and in other cases, them not utilizing their champions' strengths and avoiding their weaknesses very well and doing an ineffective and because of that having an ineffective game with that champion so to give some examples my friend Jordan Chinfinger or I guess now he's Spective he changed his name he said that Chinfinger was unprofessional can you believe it <laughs> but Spective we like to duo queue a lot and he he's a Renekton main as you might know Oh, actually, you probably didn't know that, but now you do. He is a Renekton main, and I checked on skill. He's, like, ranked in the top 150 Renektons in the world or something crazy like that, and so we like to duo queue a lot, and whenever I see him playing Renekton, it almost always seems like he gets first blood with that champion because he understands Renekton's power spikes extremely well and knows how to play that champion. It go, he really likes to play aggressive and make plays and then teleport around the map or do whatever and try and make plays elsewhere. He likes to get that early lead and snowball it, and that's what he's good at. So he plays a champion that's really good for that. He's good at making teleport plays. He's good at winning lane. He's good at taking tower early. He likes to do all that stuff, and so he picked a champion that works well for that. Now, he of course is good with the champion because A, it fits his play style, and B, he's played... Several hundred games on that champion, so he of course knows all, their, all of Renekton's mechanics, lane matchups, everything that you would need to know about him. But the other thing to keep in mind is that even though he knows all that, it's because he utilizes what the champion can do and avoids what the champion can't do. So if you're playing a champion like Renekton or Riven or Teemo, top lane, you're going to want to bully the other person out of lane as well and as often as you can because that's what your your champion's good at Riven less so than the others but Renekton and Teemo naturally fall off late game just because of how they work and their scalings so if you don't win lane if you lose lane as one of those champions or even if you go even a lot of the time that can be a detriment to your team and your chances of victory because you've picked this champion that's extremely reliant on winning right now and then you don't use the advantages that you have to win right now it's gonna be very difficult it's like uh if you see an evelyn on your team just afk farming the jungle one of evelyn's biggest strengths over other junglers is her exceptional counter jungling ability this is very similar to Shaco and her insane early ganks those are what put her above other junglers and the fact that she can stealth around and You know, be ninja E, That's a word. But it's the fact that if you don't utilize and abuse her stealth, her early ganks, her counter-jungling, you're not going to be an effective Evelyn player, which goes back to your playstyle. I am a bad laner. I don't like laning phase. Not very good at it. I I can sometimes hold my own, and I've been getting better at it recently. I've been really practicing it up. Playing Renekton, actually, and uh, some Lux, but that's beside the point. I am not a good laner, and so I don't try and pick lane bullies typically, because I know that my subpar laning is going to inhibit my ability to play them to a high standard. Now, once you get to a high enough level of play, LCS, Challenger, blah, 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 that doesn't matter as much because champion, or because players know how every champion works and they can play them all to some degree of effectiveness. Like, we, we don't ever see... Well, you know, Cassiopeia is a really strong pick, but Bjergsen's just not that good at him, so he's not going to pick it. Some pros are more renowned for some champions than others, like Phoenix with Azir, but... And then people were saying all his other champions were, he was not as good at, but for the most part, every LCS player can play every champion to some level of competence more so than you would see in solo queue. In solo queue, you can just play whatever you like and whatever gels with you, and you'll win games. And it's it's funny because a lot of the time, it'll be bronze and silver players who complain about picking non-meta champs. I could go into a bronze or silver game and play AD Janna, and you know what? I might not win every game, but I would win some games as AD Janna because I'm just a much better League of Legends player than everyone else in that game. So if I even understand the basics of that champion and know what she's good at, like early trades with her shield, because you've got the AD from the shield, plus it gives you some trading potential because of the shield you get, you can still trade early and you can still win with AD Janna. You just have to understand what it's good at and the multitude of things that it's bad at. I went off on a bit of a tangent there, but you guys get what I'm saying. The meta does not matter as much in solo queue, is what I'm trying to, to say. And you can only be good at one champion. You can still be successful in solo queue, which is where 99.9% of us are going to be forever. We're not going to get to the pro scene. We're not going to be pro players. We're just going to play solo queue, which is fine. You just have to understand that it's not the same can of worms as the LCS and those big fans. Okay, I'm sorry. It's it's just not the same thing, so don't treat it as the same thing. I'm going to quote Dunkey again, but <laughs> I like the way that Dunkey put it. Pro League of Legends is not real League of Legends, and as dumb as that sounds, it's actually pretty accurate, because what you see in the LCS is not what you're going to see in the vast, vast, vast majority, not even in Challenger solo queue games, that's not even LCS. That's not real League of Legends, according to Donkey. It's it's not the same beast, so don't treat it as the same thing. Play what you like. Understand yourself as a player, which is something that I cannot stress enough. People so often will just try and pick meta champions, and that's what they do, and that's how they want to, and that's how they want to play it. They just want to play whatever's strong at the moment, and then when that gets nerfed or when it gets dumped, they just dump it and move on to the next champion that's flavor of the month. And you can do that. I mean, you can still gain ELO that way. It's just not the most effective thing to do. Now, granted, it can take you like three games to learn Gragas or something. He's not super complicated. His ult's a little bit wonky sometimes, but he's not that hard to learn. So, I mean, you can do that as a strategy, but I feel it's much better to understand what you like to do and what you're good at, and then go based off of that, rather than just go based on what the game wants you to do. So definitely pick champions that you know fit your playstyle. Try and figure out what your playstyle is if you haven't yet. Maybe if you're a newer player or you're just kind of soul searching right now trying to find um what you like to do. And playstyle could, I guess I should elaborate on what that means. Playstyle could be what you're good at. For me, I'm good at team fighting, so I like to play champions like Katarina, Master Yi, Amumu, these champions that are good at team fighting rather than a lane bully like Renekton, although I've been playing some Renekton disregard that. Lux is another one that I've been really enjoying. So I like to play these kinds of champions rather than at the late game type champions who are good at team fighting have I don't want to say good utility, I'm a filthy master in you main, but you know you know what I'm saying. And I'm also good at early farming and staying relatively safe, which is what all those champions are also typically good at. Playstyle could also mean that you like to play a specific role, so maybe you don't necessarily play aggressive or non-aggressive, maybe that you can shift more, but you just really like to play top lane. Well, that's fine as well. You can just go top lane and play separate champions. And that can also be an extremely effective way to gain ELO because not only are you probably going to be a better top laner than most of the people you go up against, you're also going to be a more versatile top laner because you do have this expanded champion pool. Or maybe you are someone like inverted composer and you have one or two champions For him, it's singed in Yorick, and you just love those champions to death, and you just want to play them all the time, because if you had been reincarnated as a champion in League of Legends, that's who you would be. That's all you want to play. That's fine, too. Get really, really good at that, and then you can just play that, and that can be your playstyle. You can play Master Yi mid top, jungle AD carry support. Go for it. Actually, don't go for it. I hate you if you do that in my games. But once you have identified what champions or playstyles, or whatever that you like to play. Figure out what the, the advantages and disadvantages are of that specific playstyle. So for me, I like to farm hard early and then try and carry late game. Well, that becomes an issue if you have other players on your team who maybe aren't strong laners, and they end up losing lane, and because you're just going even or even a little bit behind because you just want to go for late game, you are not going to be able to help their lane or rectify the situation early, so you're going to have multiple lanes that are behind because you didn't pick a champion that can do much to help them early or can win lane. So they're going to be at an advantage. However, the advantages of playing that playstyle are if your your other lanes do alright, or even if they win lane, you can just continue to farm up and be under no stress, really, and then just come out with 200 cs at the five minute mark and just wreck everyone so once you have figured out your playstyle and everything figure out some champions figure out whatever it is you need and then play those champions the way that they're meant to be played karthas i had a karthas earlier and i'm i'm not salty i would never be salty on my show oh wait yes i can i have thousands of people to tell how much this karthas sucked anyways this karthas didn't ban Vigar. He was first pick. He went Karthus. Enemy mid laner picks Vigar. Karthus tries to go aggressive on the Vigar. He ends up going 6 and 14 and that was sad. <laughs> we lost that game surprisingly. I know. You can't believe it. But if he had just stayed back and farmed, he might have been able to go even with the Vigar. Even if he's one or two kills behind, he's still Karthus, he can still do a massive amount of damage early or I mean late game. And If he had not tried to win lane against Vygar, if he just accepted that this champion does not win lane, then we would have been fine. Instead, we have to deal with this massively fed Vygar because Karthus didn't understand... (laughs) Diamond NA. (laughs) Because Karthus didn't understand his champion. And so he lost because of that. Conversely, if you're playing something like Renekton Top and you just play passively, let your opponent farm, they will probably eventually outscale you, especially if it's something like Jax. The champion jack, but if you let them just continue to farm and you don't do anything, then you're gonna get destroyed. I was playing a game a couple weeks ago, probably. I think I was a top lane, and I was laning against a Darius. This was in his super broken patch. I think it was five seventeen, something like that. One of Darius's super broken patches, and and I was extremely nervous because I'm not the best laner and I was having to go top lane against this Darius. And the guy clearly had just locked Darius. It became obvious to me after a couple of waves that he just locked Darius knew nothing about the champion. And all game, he would just push me under my tower. I am not kidding you. He auto-pushed the wave as hard as he could and would just push me under my tower. And I just used Q to last hit under tower, and it was amazing. And I didn't have to do anything. And I just, as soon as I got my Triforce, I just went in on him and I killed him. I was even out farming him at that point, despite the fact that he was pushing me under my tower because he had no idea how to play the lane and had no idea how to harass properly as Darius or to get jungle attention and to try and win the lane like that. So he ended up losing. So if you... You have to kind of pick and choose what you like to do. If you are playing a Karma, let's say, and you don't poke much, yeah, you're not really doing your job. Even if you're not going for kills early, if you can poke them out of lane and make them miss CS that's good too. That's winning lane. So when you pick champions, just have a little bit of a game plan in your head going in. And one more disclaimer before I wrap up this segment, play styles can change based on what champion you play. If you're playing, say, Ziggs, a lot of the time you'll want to harass people out of lane, and that's really true all the time. But versus certain champions, it's going to be a bit more difficult to do, like Talon. Yeah, you can auto attack him from range, but you still have to stay very far back to avoid getting bursted down by him by getting into his E range. You have to sort of mix and match what you're going to do each game based on your champion and based on your matchup. So just keep that in mind when you play a champion. Maybe watch a pro player play one game of them before you take them into ranked and just see the little things that they do. Really pay attention to the game and watch what's happening on the screen and You'll, do, you'll be a lot more successful. Right, so while I'm on the topic of what champions do you like to play, I figure I should give some suggestions of my own, and these don't really have to do with anything in particular. These are just champions that I think are honestly pretty strong right now, not seeing any competitive play necessarily or seeing much competitive play, but they're extremely good picks for solo queue, so you guys might want to try them out. I've got one for each role. so here we go. For supporting, I have picked Karma. Karma's not a champion that you see very often, but she can actually be extremely effective if you play her properly. You have to go into lane, of course, with this mentality of poke poke poke. It really is good to have an 80 carry like Ezreal. The other thing that you can do really well with her, and that makes her so versatile, is you've got pretty decent peel with your Q and your W. It's not the greatest, but it's good enough. And your shield can really help. If you've got something that just wants to farm until late game, like Ezreal especially, like I just mentioned, although he's also got poke. But if you have someone who just wants to farm in lane, then you can, of course, play her, keep them safe with the shield. You've got the decent poke. You've got a good good way to keep the enemies at bay without getting too close to them. And I really think that she's good for solo queue because of that. She's one of the few supports that can honestly win lane I don't want to say on her own, because you obviously can't win bot lane by yourself, but she can, if your 80 carry is just a last hitting bot, then you can still do well in lane with her, because she's not as trade heavy and trade oriented, which is one of the most difficult parts of bot lane. She can just do her own thing and still be successful, and still keep her 80 carry safe to farm. So, really like Karma, I think you guys should try her out. Unless you hate supporting with a fiery passion like me. In which case, you should never support. Because who wants to do that? Fight me, support mains. You won't. You won't. My Master Yi versus your Sona. Let's go. (laughs) Alright, for the AD carry role, I have Caitlyn. Caitlyn is a champion who, while we're talking about World Championships, Nunu Caitlyn, let's go, Season 2, throwback. But Caitlyn is a champion who has fallen from her former glory. As the queen of 80 carries. Part of that isn't due to the fact that several 80 carries have been introduced, the most notable being Jinx, who have also got extremely long attack range and that outclass her in other ways. However, this is solo queue, so that doesn't matter as much. An 80 carry is going to do a lot of damage no matter who you're playing. Caitlin's got pretty good self peel for herself. She has her, I don't know, 69 caliber net. <laughs> That's not appropriate. Whatever. She's got her net, keeps her safe. It's nice. She's got cupcakes. You can do some, you can pull some shenanigans with them that are pretty great. And she's got good poke and lane. Again, very similar to Karma. She can just win lane through poking by herself, and she's extremely safe because of her attack range. So, Car- Karma. Caitlyn is a great 80 carry pick, especially if you're just starting out on the roll and you're not super familiar with it. And I would definitely recommend checking her out. You're not gonna see as much of her anymore, but she's not a bad pick in any way, shape, or form. Disclaimer alert for solo queue. For the mid lane. If you take one thing away from this, take away this champion, Anivia, is excellent. My friend, shoutouts to Skype Me Naked, that's his actual <laughs> summoner name but he gifted me black frost and and i was planning to pick up the champion so now i'm definitely going to go first picker in ranked i'm not i'm not a sadistic monster i'm not going to do that to you guys but Anivia, excellent champion extremely high utility i'm going to say she has 3 cc abilities i don't know if you're counting the wall if you're not then whatever so she's got a huge amount of utility huge amount of team fight damage excellent wave clear. She's got two of, honestly, the best wave clear abilities in the game. Well, her Q's not amazing. She's got pretty decent laning phase. It's very safe, especially if you opt to start Crystalline Flask and just go for that sustain lane. She's pretty difficult to kill in lane one-on-one due to her relatively high attack range and safety in lane. She's also got pretty good trading early if you can get them with a slow and hit them with your E. So she doesn't really have any super high weaknesses, or super prevalent weaknesses, except for maybe her mana costs could be a bit lower, but honestly, she's so strong that they don't need to touch her right now. She's extremely sleeper. OP, in my opinion. In my op <laughs> So, as long as you can stay alive early game and find a way to negate her mana cost to some extent, and to not die early. You're consistently going to have the most damage in the game. The champion is ridiculous. You have to try her out. If you haven't before. If you like long range mages. If you like wave clear mages. Definitely pick her. She is a great pick in my opinion. So try her out. For the top lane. I've got the champion Jack. And Jack's a, another champion that has fallen out of Riot's favor. <laughs> Nobody wants to see Jax in every game again. But... Taking him is actually really strong on solo queue. He's always been a good solo queue champion due to his split pushing potential, his fairly safe laning. I mean, his biggest weakness is that in laning, he has to go into melee range to last hit. But once you get your Trinity Force or something, nobody's going to want to mess with you. Trinity Force, Bork, and then you can go straight tank and you'll still do tons of damage. You'll still have a good way to get onto the back line and cause some havoc, still be able to 1v3 because you're the champion jack but his biggest weakness is his early laning phase if you can stay safe and hopefully take an early tower or so and at least not die too much in laning you are set to have a good game and you should really check him out he's very the way he plays is pretty similar to Irelia um if you like Irelia definitely try jacks they're both Good champions for the top lane. And for jungle, this is a champion that I've been playing with quite a bit recently, and it is Wukong. Wukong is one of the best solo queue champions in the game, I would say. And the itemization changes recently with the Sterix Gage and the... I don't know, all the other stuff. The Black Cleaver changes have really benefited him because once you get your warrior enchant and you can also go top lane or even mid lane if you want but typically what i do is i go warrior enchant straight into black cleaver and it gives you a ton of mid game damage a good amount of tankiness and a really good way for you to threaten their back line or their front line because of the amount of armor pen you've got so wukong really good at team fighting good early ganks not the best but definitely good early ganks he can really take people by surprise with the amount of damage that he does because no one ever expects him to insta give their carries. Especially if you build full damage, it's ridiculous. I- I've seen Wukong's one shot with EQ auto attack, it's insane what he can do late game if if you let him. If you peel him, he's kinda dead, but <laughs> So really good team fighting, pretty good laning, and good overall pick for the jungle. Especially if you don't like any of the meta junglers. He's always going to be good in solo queue unless he gets absolutely gutted, which I don't foresee happening because he's not a priority pick right now. So, in summation, Karma, Caitlyn, Anivia, Jax, and Wukong. All good champions to play in solo queue. You guys should try them out. I personally enjoy most of them, or at least have at one point, and I think that they can really take you far. If you're looking for a champion to pick up, you probably haven't thought of any of these necessarily, so... Definitely give them a look. That wraps up another episode of League of Legends Radio. Hope you enjoyed the League of Legends radio and chill because that's what I'm here for to uh to uh, chill you out. Can you can you chill someone else out? I know that like if I were to tell someone to chill out and they chilled out, did I chill them out, or did they chill themselves out? Or was that like a trigger for the chill? Or does anybody actually care? Probably not. Stick to League of Legends. Back to League of Legends for me. If you enjoyed the episode, please follow me on Twitter at lo Legends Radio. That'd be super neato, homie. G slice. Home slice. <laughs> Okay, I've really got to stop doing that. That's that's even annoying me at this point. But the other thing you should do, and I know you're going to do this, because pretend I'm looking you in the eye and giving you a very stern look. You're going to go, I know you've already got this friend pulled up in your League of Legends client, and you're just going to look at him, and you're going to say, hey, you know what you should do? You should watch League of Legends radio on iTunes, or Potomatic or wherever else you like to download it from. Because that would be super cool. And then you just log off immediately so they don't have any time to say no, because that's what they would inevitably say. (laughs) Ha ha! Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the flippity-flop. This has been League of Legends Radio.